Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It's the Custard TV podcast. Let's just take the register if we can. Uh, I'm Luke. I'm here. Hello. Is Matt here? Matt is here, present and correct. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was sick. And well, Gary. No. Hello. Present. Uh, Murray, present. That's a, okay. Like That's three of us. That's the complete podcast trio. Let's play the and intro. And now <laughs> it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck dished Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, 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 and Matt, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go. Yes, we're all here. It's the Custard TV Podcast. We're like some boy band, but all the members keep leaving, and it's rare to see all three in the in the same place. But we are here. I'm Luke. Runner and editor of the website, thecustardtv.com. He's Gary doing a stir fry. Yep. Yep, the uh, the noodles are, are boiling right now and the chicken is, is cooked, hopefully, else I will die. Can we make the noodles are boiling? Do you want me to get close enough? Yeah. I'll get close. Yeah, I want to hear it. Live. I'd also like the noodles are boiling to be our new uh, catchphrase. <laughs> when, when one of us feels slightly unsafe, that could be our word. The noodles are boiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's our TV safety word. Okay, yes. um, and Matt's here. Hello, hello, Hi, Matt. I'm like the consistent member of the boy band. You are. You are the the member with the least life outside the band. Yeah, you're the one who's not going to get a solo career. I am the uh, <laughs> the Jason Orange of the. Uh, oh no, no, no! Uh, Howard, don't do yourself. Howard I was going to say Howard the Duck. That's not right, is it? <laughs> Uh, I want to say a big uh, thanks uh, to Matt, uh, by the way, for, for carrying the ship that is the CustardTV.com uh, over some some patches while I was away, so thank you very well, much very for welcome. that. You're very welcome. Patches over um, here, Yeah, while I was just putting my final touches on the album. Uh, if you want to follow us all on Twitter, you can do. We'll give that out in a bit. But we are the official podcast of thecustardtv.com and can be found on Facebook, on Twitter, on iTunes, and at our original home, thecustardtv.com. Brought Does to that you mean there's Spreaker an unofficial well. podcast? There is. But that's yeah, the yeah, one I get really well. rowdy on. Oh, okay. That's the enough. one where I use flowery language. <laughs> what, like, like rhododendron? <laughs> yes. Bouquet, the noodles bro-dendron. are boiling. The noodles, noodles are boiling. boiling. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thirty seconds. 
Okay, so if you've not heard this podcast before, your ears are about to get a lovely surprise. We talk about the best and the worst on the TV at the moment. Uh, we preview stuff that's on the way, and we tell you all the latest TV news as well. So basically, we're, you're sorted. You could quite happily pass an exam tomorrow on current television if you listen to this podcast. Who wants to talk about Morecambe and Wise? Give me sunshine. Why? Why are we doing <laughs> that? Because I was just because uh, I was talking about current television, and they were the first non-current people I could think of. Dixon of Doc Green. Comedy. <laughs> uh, just going to run through some some news that uh, we can't really add a great deal to. ITV have bought a production company called Big Talk. Uh, they have made Friday Night Dinner, The Job Lot, and Him and Her, which Matt and I like a lot. Uh, and I don't quite know what. I'm never quite sure when these things happen, what it actually means as far as well, output. comedy maybe for... Right. Well, it, it means that instead of instead of commissioning the production company, they bought the production company. Didn't the BBC do this a while ago with something? I doubt Didn't they the buy BBC a production company? Really well, ITV have bought the one, haven't they, recently? Dragonfly. Four hours in A&E. Oh, that was yeah, the they... one. Yeah, that, sorry, that's the one I'm thinking of, that they've bought another one. Mm. They're stockpiling production companies. ITV are just like, they're just buying, they're like on supermarket sweep. They're just going out and buying everything. Um, Alfreda saying Petcast are going to reunite for a 30th anniversary, which makes me think, and maybe it's a bit short notice, but I've just read this and think, who would we like to see reunite? Uh, either in 10 years, 15 years, or 20 years. Have a think. Exposed. I'd like to think about it. And uh, the, the BBC the have announced the full cast of uh, a new drama called The Honourable Woman. Uh, it features Maggie Gyllenhaal and the new members of the cast include Broadchurch's Andrew Buchan and, uh, or Buchan, I think it is, and Buchan, Catherine yeah. Parkinson of The IT Crowd, as well as Stephen Rear of The Shadow Line. This is written by the Shadow Line writer Hugo Blick, mm. and you can find and all the details at the official press release via thecustardtv.com now. And Eve Best, I think, who is also in The Shadow Line, is in this. Eve Best? Eve Best. Isn't she also in uh, Nurse Jackie? Indeed she is. And Look at also you two with your names and your, and your, and your yeah. facts. We realised last week with us. that Gary can only remember names if you're not around. Sorry. Oh really? That's an yeah. interesting yeah. phenomenon. Because he was rolling off his Matthew McFadden's like that last week. And yep. <laughs> and now I bet they're all gone. Yep. I can't do a thing. Okay, so if you want to find out more about the casting for the Honourable Woman... It's all up there on the website. Uh, just this afternoon, Monday afternoon, it was announced via Sue Virtue, exec producer of Sherlock, that they have cast uh, his new nemesis. That means, sadly, that there is no Andrew Scott. I think we all knew there wasn't going to be any Andrew in no. this new series. But, yeah, it's confirmed. It doesn't uh, mean there won't be. It just means that he won't there's be There's a name I'd like to see Gary pronounce, actually. Oh, he knows this one. It's all... Lars Mickelson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Michelson. Whatever. <laughs> His <laughs> brother uh, is currently playing Hannibal in mm. America. And Lars was uh, Charles Hartman in um, in The yep. Killing. And uh, was also in Borgen as well. Was he? Mm. He was in Borgen. Yes. Yeah. He was the um the fo- he was the um the <laughs> he war was minister. The what? He was the war minister, the minister of war. Okay. Oh, the war- the estates minister. No, 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 not the that's States. The Prime that's, that's the Prime Minister. <laughs> I just, that's the only bit of Borgen I know. Uh, 
And, uh, uh, and also... Dark Tog. Yeah. It was also those who kill, if you remember yes. that on ITV3. Which which is, which has been remade in America. No. Called Those Who Shoot. Uh CBS has renewed its fastest growing and biggest drama series of the summer, but I happen to know it's horrendous. It's called Under the Dome uh-huh. and it's back for yeah, a I've second series. Yeah, I bad things about Under Channel the Dome. Channel 5 so is why have they renewed the it for a second series? Because it's doing really well, but so does Celebrity Juice. So it's just like under the Dome is America's version of Celebrity Juice. It does really well, but it's terrible. But, it, like to its defence, it doesn't contain any Keith Lemon. Not at this point, but when they start... Coming <laughs> into series two. Oh, fair yes. enough. Uh, fair enough. This, when they that. start scraping the bottom of the barrel... Um, scraping the bottom of the dome. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Classic comedy on the Custard TV podcast. Um, so that was the TV news section... Um, Gary, quick noodle update. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating That's it now. Um, it's gone rather well. Um, there's a combination of mushrooms and chicken, a bit of soy sauce. Um, I'm gearing up for Celebrity MasterChef. You are? Are you on later. it? Are you on it this year? No, I'm just going to watch it and cook food. Oh, fair enough. I thought, uh, the way I'm, I'm not a celebrity. Really? You are. In my eyes, you are, Gary. Well, well, I'll contact looking, the at the, looking at the list of some of the people who are on this year's Celebrity MasterChef, mm. you could probably make the grade. So I don't think that's a compliment. It might sound like a compliment. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think Gary's, I w- Gary's holding back for the net for the uh, the relaunch of uh, Celebrity Love Island. Mm. Oh yes, <laughs> I think yes. that's your sort of speed, isn't it, Gary? Let's, let's Especially if they call it Celebrity Love Island, release the moves. That's why. <laughs> why? Why would that be, Luke? Well, no, I'm just I'm making presumptions. Um, It'll be like Gary, Johnny Vegas, um, <laughs> Bill 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 <laughs> like that by whole. Way, um, by the way, on. one thing that I have been watching, I know, I know we're supposed to be talking about television, but somebody on YouTube yeah. has wonderfully posted all 27 series of Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Um, that has, so, that's been on television. You're not just yeah. Look, that I'm not online. just randomly, but I'm yeah. just saying it's as clean as we could. Little, we new. could say about what a load of buzzcocks, because I don't mm. think we talked about that, have we? I Which thought that good. was pretty bad, actually. Yeah. Well, some of it was. It's what inspired me to look on YouTube to find better clips, because I remembered how much <laughs> I liked Mark Lamar. Yeah. Yes. As the get, yeah. as the host. It was just Amazon. a bit weird how they did it. I think when we were talking about it, Luke, you thought it would be an actual sort of behind the scenes making of sort of thing didn't you well, Not a... that's what I sort of felt it would be at the start uh, it was more like uh, a clip show really and it, it, I mean any any excuse they have of creating a clip show I mean they, they run with don't they but um, I mean, basically but, yeah. it was like it was like cutting up what Dave are showing and putting it on BBC2 mm. and just tying it all together by being in the same year or something yeah or about the same person um, moving on to the reviews section um, to be honest, I, I'm quite, I'm struggling, to be honest, with with television at the moment. I, I don't want to be one of these people that says there's nothing good on, because there's, there is some good stuff on. The Returned is getting a lot of uh, of of divided opinion, but at least it's a TV mm. show. And the, the Americans I'd like to stick up for as well, I yep. don't know. I'd agree with that. Mm. Um, but it is, uh, we have, we've hit the lull later than I expected. Well, also, I'd, I'd like to say, I'd, I'd like to defend Top of the Lake. 
I know that you hated it, and we talked about it extensively on the podcast last week, but I watched the second episode, and I, I'm still yeah. enjoying it. I still think it's quirky and interesting. Yeah, I haven't and seen just, the third one, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Gary, yes. Just, and Gary is also the only member of the podcast team to see the majority of Sue Perkins heading out as well. So if you're thinking of uh, going with his yeah. recommendations, bear and that in the Gary, back of your mind. Gary, are you still enjoying Family Tree? <laughs> no, sorry, I am. It's bad adults I wasn't enjoying. Sorry, I was getting my... Well, you liked Family funny. Tree, didn't you? Hmm. No, I, th- I think it's I think not, actually the problem is is that you've got to think Family Tree is not so much a comedy as as it is a little bit of drama in there as well, and it's not laugh out loud comedy. And I know that sounds stupid. Certainly not. It doesn't sound stupid, but I still didn't really like it. The second episode I mean, was a little bit more annoying than the first because, as I said, the character that I didn't like was the was the mate was the best mm. friend. He's in it a lot. The second. But episode, I did like the fact that they brought in uh, Gruber from Hello in the second mm. episode. Every every week, I feel like we could talk about the state of comedy at the minute and say something quite yeah, different. We should about do a it. podcast about that, shouldn't we? Because, po- because, because comedy uh, at the moment seems to be in two forms. The cafe and family tree are both quite sedate and not laugh out loud. Though seen, I really enjoy. Have you the seen cafe. the cafe? Yes, and I really enjoy it. We talk about that because that's we haven't written that down to. Yes, we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm segueing that. You're not oh, seg- me you segue away, away. Yeah, segue. Yeah, um, and and then okay. the other end of the spectrum is something like Badolts, which is just so in your face and so immature. We'll and, talk and about Badolts in a minute. But yeah, I, it just seems to be comedy. But I think we have hit that lull. That I expected to hit in the start of July. We have got quite a lot of stuff looking at the previews coming up in the next few weeks again, so I don't think that lull will last as long as you thought. Let's talk about the cafe. Uh, It's a second series. You may have missed the first, uh, because it was actually on in November of 2011, so it's been quite a while. And when I spoke to one of the stars and the co-writers, Michelle Terry, she said, well, it was all filmed, and, and Sky were just trying to find the right place to put it on the schedules. I personally don't think Wednesday at 9 is the right place, but they've thought of it for a long time. I think Sunday night uh, either is a lead-in to... I, watch, I mean, Starling should have been on Sunday Yeah, I was just going to say, this and Starlings together would be perfect on a Sunday night. They are they are quintessentially cosy, mm. well-observed comedies, and I enjoy them. What I was the what Ruth Jones one that Sky did? Stella. That was on a Sunday night, wasn't it? No. No. It's repeated quite a lot, but yeah. But um, I just I, I I like the cafe. There were certain elements of it I didn't like this time around. Uh, firstly, Craig Cash wasn't directing, and you wouldn't think that you'd I know. Thought he was. Like that. No, he wasn't. Not this first one, and uh, at least I don't know. But about he's going to series. be. I thought I saw he's going to be directing. Like yeah, he directed all the previous. So I'd be surprised if he just threw his hat in the ring as town in the ring rather. But I didn't like a lot of the repetition in in the jokes. There's a lot of repetition yeah. there this time round. One thing I would say as well um, is that for basically it's about 20 minutes long when you take out the adverts. I think there are far too many characters in it. I don't know if you would agree with that. I know the sort of premise of it is the you know the clients of a of a cafe and you know they need sort of the variety of it. But for something that's very very short, I don't think they need that many characters in it. And I know, like, there's guys other comedy, Trollied has about the same amount of comedy uh, characters, but then that's more of almost sort of a sketch show, whereas this is 
you know, a more well, of a sort of scripted It's an ensemble based. piece, and they have yeah. got eight episodes this year, which hopefully yeah. they'll be able to There's about the 12 or 14 There's... characters in it, and I just think that's hard. You could probably to... halve them, and you wouldn't... Mm. You wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just looking at the the last episode of series one. It does have about fifteen or sixteen people listed as characters. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, I could... one of them is listed as delivery man, but you know. And obviously, well, no, the that, it was the pivotal role in the birthing hmm. scenes. Yeah. The two, the, the two <laughs> without big, him, uh, stories as well this time around seem to be the arrival of. Uh, um, which Glanister, Robert Glanister, as the uh, as the ex-husband. Glanister, yeah. Yeah, and um, also this uh, community service chap who's working at the uh, allotments, who who's obviously incredibly familiar, who I couldn't place. Yeah, Did you and him and Luke, what's the sort of betting that the uh, engagement ring will go missing, and he'll think that he's stolen it? Oh, I could almost see that coming in the next one, just to get it out of the way quick. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I like the cafe. The thing is, what I've realised, and it might be something, since I've moved back to the UK, I think, because it's so accessible, um, I don't think I'll be watching the cafe sort of every Wednesday. No, but I think you're... I'll probably just catch it when I catch it, and I won't be devastated to miss a few. But it, it is worth a watch if you like relaxed, raw family-esque, but a little softer, gentler comedy like that. Yeah. May, may I say that I think there's a lot of television on at the moment which the scheduling of it is, is causing a problem. I mean, what going back to the top of the lake very quickly, it's really not a BBC Two Saturday night thing. No, I've, not I mean, watched, I've not watched any of the episodes at that time. No, I've recorded them and watched I them. I tried to tune in because they did preview the third top of the lake, so I tried to tune in and I thought it was started about half past nine and it was on... Ten past, Ten past nine, nine and I yeah. don't know why they can't start things at half nine or half nine. Why it has yeah. to be sort of like that in terms the, the of the American schedule. starts at quarter. I, to I ten. don't have an issue with it being on Saturdays because, as we mentioned before, I think it's trying to get that sort of you know the BBC Four Nordic Noir stuff. It is, is very similar possibly, in terms of that. Possibly, mm. but I, 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 I just I, I agree with Luke's point is that the cafe Wednesday night isn't mm. necessarily the right time yeah, and place. So. One thing I would say is that I would I would agree with Gary's earlier statement, which he made about family treat to the cafe. I think that implies more to the cafe in terms of it is a comedy. I didn't laugh once, but I still enjoyed it. Oh well. Yeah, I th I think sometimes if the characters and the premise is warm enough, you can almost forgive it and enjoy it without laughing and on the floor. Uh, and just going back to the scheduling. Historically, going back ten years, tomorrow night sees the start of New Tricks. New Tricks should not be on a Tuesday. I'm sorry, but it shouldn't be. That's where the premier drama well, for the BBC is, like Luther and Good Cop and all the. They were all on on Tuesdays. New Tricks has not been there historically. Well, well, I don't wait, think it should be there now. Good Cop was on a Thursday. Yeah. I know, Matt, but you're just nitpicking now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but you with your correct accuracy isn't really needed on this podcast, Stop mate. You not picking with your correct information. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to the other side of the spectrum, though, Badults, which I saw prior to it going on the air, oh. and it meant I could hit the stop button quite quickly. Um, to its credit, I think I know what it's trying to do. It's trying to be a bit young ones esque. The problem is that we've we've been there and done that, and it was far superior. Mm in that era, it doesn't feel right, it feels puerile, immature, silly, 
daft yeah. any of those similes. And it doesn't it's have one that of the worst things I've seen. Edge to it that the young ones no. had. It doesn't have. It no. doesn't. Even if the young ones was, it had that surreal element to it. The young ones did. This doesn't have any of that. This is just. This almost feels like you know comedy by commission. I know it's it's been written yeah. by the three stars of it, but it doesn't well, they're, they're feel a, like. They're a, they're a what you call a sketch trio. Mm. So uh, mm. their background is much like us. That's how we yeah. were described yeah. in uh, Rolling Stone. Kurt is at the Edinburgh Festival this year, guys. Indeed, BBC <laughs> yes. Three. If you're listening, we are available for commissions. Um, I, I think I we've know. been funnier doing this than um, than uh, than Bad Adults. Funnier than but it, what? But what I there was an early scene in Bad Adults where one of the the three men in it made a sort of funny remark, and then the girl who was in, she was in EastEnders for a short while, wasn't she? Yes, the the she female was. lead. Uh, just sort of smiled and shook her head, like you know, yeah. this this is a sitcom, you know, she's reading exactly what it says on the script, and I'm like, yeah, that just it just um, completely took it out I, of it for me. I, I just, I think, the, yeah, and I think the premise, you know, of the of the plot itself, where you know, they draw out all this money and then they, they spend it because they're idiots. I mean, you could see where it was going and, and, and I didn't watch... I basically fast-forwarded through quite a lot of it because the only reason I watched it was obviously for Luke to write about on, on the site. Are, are we perhaps, and I'll play devil's advocate here for two seconds, are we perhaps giving new comedy no chance here? Are we basically saying the first episode was pants, Shouldn't we be basing this on its first series, not its first episode? No. No, I, th okay, I think... I agree, but I just thought I'd ask. Although that. saying that, I would agree with Gary to an extent when it came to him and her, because, Luke, I know you, well, you yes, weren't a big yes. fan that first but, episode but, but, of... But it showed no, but I could see the merit. It? I could see yeah. the merit and where that was going. With Badolts, it's just going to get... It's not got anywhere to get... It's not going to make any progression... No. From, I from mean, I gave, like, point. say, Family Tree, I gave that two episodes. Me um, too, and I just didn't want to I gave it, Heading Out a few episodes. You know, it's not... It's, but, as you say... I will like agree bad, that pe but, people, including me, are harsher on the first episodes of new comedies than new dramas. Yeah. I'll often give yeah. new drama... Or I'll, I know, if there's I, six of them, I'll often watch half of them. Uh, like the first three, but if it's yeah. a comedy, I might only watch the first. The, pr the problem with the comedy, and I, I, you know, I think I agree with Matt in the sense that there is a bigger podcast in this. Mm. Is it, you have to find something to relate to in the comedy, mm. drama not necessarily, but in the comedy, either you've got to like a character or you've got to laugh out of it or something. Which, I mean, things like I don't know, it's just, there was just nothing in Bad Adults that I could relate to or I no. found funny. It didn't seem real, I think, is the problem. Yeah, that's and, a good I point mean, as the well. The cafe for, you know, its sort of meandering plot and overabundance of characters still had that innate likability about it, which Badox didn't have. And it's like, it is a lot like a lot of BBC Three comedy and, you know, stuff like in the past they've had Coming of Age and, and I'd have to mention the dreaded Sun Girls in there again. Oh, that's oh, uh, the 83rd podcast he's mentioned that in. Yeah, um, but, mentioned uh, West Wings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no even website. something like, I mean, Two Pints of Lager and Packet Crisp 4 is sort of faults and it's... But, that had sort of some likable characters to it, and I think it that... had somebody to root. I think that yeah, I think, exactly, I exactly. I mean, you the, the comedy itself was quite for. crude, but in the I, I here in Key West, we were out before it was in. 
In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I still enjoy it. The thing I would say about that three points, three, two, three points, two points. I've just upped yeah. by one. Two points of Logan and Packet of Chris. There was nothing else on like it at the time. There's been lots of other mm-hmm. things like bad adults. Well, I think again, that, this probably owes a, sl- a slight debt to it. Most of, most BBC Three comedies since have owed some sort of debt to it, I think, in a way. Because it was one of the but first. There, there was a little bit of um, uh, the one on Channel 4, which has gone... See, look, Luke, you've done it to me again. I can't I'm remember really, the name I'm just sat here quietly. The in-betweeners, the in-betweeners. There was a little bit of that in there But again, well. there was charm in the in-betweeners, even... With all the, mm. the sex jokes and the... And well, the, yeah, because the they swear. did something, There's you know, charm they, they, in it. they went back to school, even though they're all clearly adults. Whereas in this thing, they didn't even make that premise. They're all they're all kind of like post-student age. They're all bumbling so. idiots in this, completely yeah. bumbling. But let's, 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 let's not give let's it any... Just say, let's just say that, that uh, Pramface, which is one of BBC Three's most current and strong comedies, um, is going on to BBC One for a late-night airing, so I wonder what that will mean... Um, well, they've yeah, done that with a lot of things, though. I think did they not do that with him and her before? They've and never that... done it with him and her, and I think they it's should. Definitely, I, I know him and her has definitely been on one of the terrestrial ones late at night, maybe BBC Two. But it's definitely, it's definitely been re-aired on on one of the before, one of the major channels. Before we move on to any more, could I ask for the Twitter stuff? Because over the last few days, I've lost four followers, and I want to get them back. Well, I don't think... From what they've told me, though, about what you did, I don't think there's any chance of that. Well, it's those only photos four, in the <laughs> Okay, yeah, if you want to reach us on Twitter, perhaps you want to throw your, your opinions in on the comedy front. We'd love to hear from you. Perhaps we judge it too harshly. Perhaps mm. we think about it too too in-depthly. Perhaps we should just judge it as something that's supposed to make us laugh. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Gary is at The Gary Show. I am at Luke Custer TV, and Matt is at at Matt's TV Bytes, uh, and you can just get in contact with all of us or um, each of us individually and let well, us know. What, what about Facebook, Luke, while we're doing so uh, Facebook, yes. We need them, their likes. Um, I've done a fair few uh, promotions for this, but one more isn't going to hurt anyone. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Custard TV, and uh, you can also find us on Zbox as well if you search The Custard TV there. We're all over the ready place. 43 now. Uh, Matt's like, just uh, gone. I don't know where Matt. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Oh, he did go briefly. Sorry. I yeah. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Was that just wishful but, thinking, Luke? Was that just you I want know, to cut well, him off? Just, I had something I quite... wanted to say to you about him, but I won't do it. Yeah, now. no, it's fine. Uh, on to the yeah. depression hour. Um, firstly, <laughs> we'll talk about Luther because that was on um, the furthest away from my last Luther podcast. Was depressing. No, but I was. I looked at the mill and the returned, and then I thought. Oh, okay, about fair. Luther. First. Uh, Luther 
Um, just if there is a bonkersometer, <laughs> it yes. turned it up to a hundred on mm. this fourth episode. But I found it exhilarating, and and I watched it at eleven o'clock after a, after a flight from from Dublin. I came home. It was eleven o'clock, and it was the night that Luther was on, and I I recorded it, and I just needed to see it, and I was so awake and so with it in that hour. I I thought it was completely mad, and nobody could tell me it wasn't completely nuts. But I loved every second of it. It, it was, it was, it was. You know, it, it's using, it's using the sort of scream movie franchise. You know that the sequels are always more wacky than the than the previous ones. You know, this series of Luther has been right out there. You know, people coming from underneath beds and out of windows, and then out through roofs, and then you know all the stuff that happened in this episode. I didn't well, I understand. I, I didn't it. understand. Can I just say? I didn't understand yeah. how he was arrested for the murder of Ripley. Did I? Was I the only one that thought? I, oh, didn't I thought that, that at first, but they did sort of explain. They that did they explain it. Yeah. He'd, basically, what they said is they thought he'd talked to the the main killer guy when they had that exchange in the in the fun. Was it a fun fair or something? It was like yeah, he didn't kill him. That he'd. You know, said to kill off. Should have arrested just, him, Justin you... and Mary, because they oh, knew okay. so much about Luther being a dodgy geezer. Yeah. I mean, I, what I liked about Luther, and what I would probably say, if if any other drama did this, I'd say it's completely ludicrous and bonkers. But I think Luther sort of occasionally it knows it's nuts mm. and it embraces oh, the yeah. fact it's nuts. I say the same about Whitechapel which is returning soon yeah. to ITV. That knows it's completely bonkers and it sort of winks at the Plays audience occasionally. I, yeah, and I, it just... I, sorry, I would say that I thought the first two episodes of the series, and I never mentioned this when we did our Luther podcast, weren't balmy enough, but the last two sort of Excuse gave me. me what I was looking for and we had that sort of, you know, the... How the... brilliant as well. I, I, for one, had forgotten how brilliant Ruth Wilson is as Alice. Oh, that was great. I mean, to me, that made the fourth episode. I think, actually, otherwise, the fourth episode would have appeared a little bit dull. You know, when she's telling the woman, have you got a knife or a spoon on you or something, mm. you know, and she's breaking out the door. Just fantastic. I didn't like no. Mary, though. I thought she was a bit wet. No, she's well, a bit of a wet lettuce. Wasn't yeah. She? But she's the antithesis to, to Alice, which is what yeah. you get when when Luther has to choose it. He chooses, he? he chooses Alice because he knows she could survive. Mm. But I have to say, and a lot of TV could learn from it, I don't want everything to be bonkers, but I don't think there was a slow moment in that hour. No. I think oh, it no, raced it, it along. I, I was never I confused. Say, I was never lost. I thought it was great. What I found a little disappointing is I didn't miss Sergeant Ripley's character in that fourth episode. I don't think I don't think they gave you time to miss him. And maybe that was the good thing. Maybe that makes me worry about if they ever do decide to go on and do a film or a one-off sequel like they've talked about, is his absence going to be rather a lot? Is it going to be well, too much for just Luther as to As long carry? as they don't give him, like, a new partner, I don't think they should do that. I don't think they should give him, like... You know, a no, new I, I don't. I don't think they'd do that. But also, I, I felt like personally throwing the jacket in the river and stuff. It felt yeah, it very good. final to me. Yeah, it was like we're we, we're stripping that off. We, but we're whereas that jumping by. off a roof at the end of Sherlock didn't. But he ha that had to be explained. Whereas yeah. the Luther thing was uh... exactly. Someone can just dive in and get but it. But then he's got a lot more of those jackets, hasn't he? 
Yeah. Probably. He's probably like Homer Simpson. Well, no, he hasn't. He's he has, because we saw his wardrobe and they were full yeah, of the same thing. Yeah, he's got nothing but jacket. Yes, I forgot that, yeah. Yeah, he's so like he, Burns, if, he's he, even blood. if he threw yeah. one away, he's still got about another six in his cupboard. How do we feel about the possibility, and this is a minor possibility, another one of those Luther rumours that's floating around, how do we feel about an Alice spin-off? No. Um, I don't think she'd work as a character on her. She's a bit sort of out there as a character yeah, on her own. You know what I mean? Her, she she you works. Need someone to rein her in. Yeah, she works in that sort of Luther universe. But if you plop her as the sort of star of her own series, I don't know if she'd work. I don't know. She, she, I also she, remember she, last year, think, uh, uh, 2011, when the second series was on, thinking I didn't. I went off her a bit because. Her and Luther used to meet in like this lab of some kind, and I just thought that's just completely. Well, know, she wasn't in the second series, was she? Very much. Not she very, wasn't much. very much. She was in it quite. She was in it a fair bit in comparison to this. Uh, no, in the second series, series she wasn't. Yeah, she yeah, used to. Be, in, yeah, she was only in that one, wasn't she? No, she. They used to meet up in like a lab in the second series. I Are think. You sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you're the one with the facts, but yeah. Um, or maybe so, she left at the at the end of like the the first story is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So if she Luther wasn't it, yeah, won't well. be back on telly at least if Idris Elba's got anything to do with it. We but said that about we down, said that about we said that about Broadchurch. It won't be back. Well, that should well don't. Uh, but um, that but I know what you're saying is that the star here is the one who yes, doesn't yes. want to do it anymore because he's but obviously. But in fair, saying thing. that. The ratings have been phenomenal for the summer and for a BBC drama on a Tuesday night. And people who, people who haven't even seen the had first they, series... Had, had they have not killed off Ripley, could you have seen a Ripley spin-off? D- uh, no. Okay, fine, just no, ask there's nothing you. There's nothing unique about... That would just be good cop. Well, yes. that's, yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, we're running low on time. We don't have to know how to talk. Uh, Matt is the only one of us who's seen Who Do You Think You Are? Run us through. Yeah. Run, for, without giving us a synopsis. Do you want to do the middle and then we can just... Well, the reason scrap I wanted it. to talk about Who Do You Think You Are yeah. is not to give you a synopsis of the, the episodes specifically, but why you think this is still on after ten years. Well, I know me and Gary talking you? about it last week and I think the success of it, A, is... It's always one you know where you know the people. If they give you a a good a good character and b a good sort of story to follow, um, I mean, I always watch it if there is someone that I that I quite like, and if they're. Oh, and I, I I admit to only being interested in the ones in the people. Yeah, like you only will watch, but but for me, I enjoy the the ones. Um, you know that I've got the story. I mean, I talked about last week. Larry Lamb's one was one of the ones that I really enjoyed, and Kim Cattrall's one, which I know you didn't like. This one as well, just quickly. Just um, Una Una Stubbs was the was the um, Una Una. Sorry, Una Una Stubbs was the lead here, and I found her sort of very delightful to watch. She was very quirky. She didn't do the whole sort of big, you know, tears, big dramatic scene. She got. A bit emotional a couple of the times, but she is very, you know, she's very British and very restrained, and I just found her sort of a joy to watch. And some of her, certainly, the, I, I enjoyed the first half of her where she was researching the grandparents that she didn't know, and she found some sort of connections between between her relatives. The second half was about her great granddad, who 
was it uh, founded well well in Garden City, which was interesting, but wasn't sort of. I always enjoy the Who Do You Think You Are, where it's more sort of a mystery than a just sort of. So uh, you're sort of saying, as long as the ca- the characters, I know they mm. I know they're people that we know, but as long as they are, they stay familiar and we don't start scraping the bottom of the barrel, that you no. will watch this next year, the year I, after. I mean, say you say scraping barrel, they already did Chris Moyles, which was a which was a sort of yeah. misstep. Also, uh, I will never not find the intro where they all look. Uh, away oh, from I love camera. that. I love. I the, hate the, the best that one so ever for me was when they had uh, Alan Carr on it. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I can just imagine. Uh, so, who do you think you are? Continues episode two is uh, this Nigel Havers, and you can catch Nigel's episode on Wednesday uh, at nine Nigel on BBC Havers. One. Um, Channel Four are going all out for drama on a Sunday evening. Uh, next week, they've got a brand new gritty. Uh, that's slang for awfully depressing and uh, slit your wrist material. Uh, Southcliff starts on Sunday at nine. Uh, but the return finished in that slot last night. Uh, one word to sum up the end of the return that won't spoil it for Gary, Matt. Um, right, can I, do a se- can I do a sentence which won't yeah, spoil it? Yeah, if you can not... structure that sentence well. Just sort of... I know it's it sort of baffling, but at the same time, very emotionally powerful. I, I was really moved towards the end of, of the return. And I know we had a discussion last night where neither of us really understood the ending, but I think I, I didn't. It didn't bother me if that makes sense. It didn't bother me that I didn't understand it because I liked the show so much. I that, wonder whether I didn't understand it because it was all in French. Yeah, probably. You need to turn them subtitles on, Luke. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, I think that the strength of the show is that even though it was a bit of a sort of mysterious ending. That because they built up the characters so much that you liked yeah. them and you cared about them, I didn't care that I didn't to, understand it. To me, this show was all about atmosphere. The music made it as well for me, and well, and, and it had a style that made you want to watch. <laughs> yeah, is he all right? I think so. <laughs> um, he might be having oh, some sort of um, attack. I don't know. Rumor has it that Shameless uh, um, creator Paul Abbott. Is mm. recreating it for UK audiences. So there is a there is a weird. US film of the returned and a possible new series. Uh, well, well no, it, it was based on a French film. Is that yeah? Not... And there's an American remake of the French film oh. that I've got and saved also, somewhere. There's also a second series of the original French version coming yep. to oh, Channel God. Four next year. I'm a little bit. I'm not only am I confused by the plot, I'm confused where I am. Can, can, can I just uh, add a, a small pointer? I know we're I know we're low on time. Well, could can I just say, is there possible that there's an awful lot of these remakes? There's two remakes of the Bridge coming out very soon. One in America, one in the UK. Is it possible that remaking everything that's popular will oversaturate things? Yes. Okay, yeah, but fine. then, and then, then you won't satisfy the idiots who won't read the subtitles. But mm. then again, but then I think, well, if you could, I mean, nothing used to irritate me more when I lived in the states as to when they'd remake something British because mm. you don't need to. But yeah. I think even more so when people do Nobody's in and up in an outcry that you have to read Wallander or you have to read. Borgen, or you have to read the mm. killing. Nobody moans about that. Leave it as it is. It's fine. well. I mean, they do this with with cinema all the time as well because people. There are those people who won't will be turned off by something, 
because it's got subtitles. Yeah, yeah, but there that are people it's like that. Not for them, then, if, yeah. if, if 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 the premise hasn't drawn them in, mm. then it's not for them. But that is if, then if, a that is a market. That is the market of people yeah. who just read subtitles. That is the market they're catering to. Yeah, but it yeah. works. And and look, mm. at, I mean, nobody would have would have predicted the success of this on Channel Four on a Sunday night. Look how well it's done. Don't don't yeah. knock it and mock it by making making another one. Uh, on BBC One or ITV or wherever it ends up, because the fu- the the original's fine. It doesn't need it much. Uh, like case in point, Law and Order UK. And <laughs> I thought yeah. we were, I thought we were running low on time, Luke. Come on. We the are, mill. but I had to get that reference to Do Law the and Order UK in. The Mill is a Sunday night drama or factual drama on Channel Four at eight o'clock. Put this next to Southcliffe. There'll be mass suicides on Sunday evening at about ten. I think you'd be, you, you'd be uh, having your roast and then drowning in your own gravy. Somebody, somebody did put on Twitter that if you'd like to recover from the Mill and South, you could always put on a Smiths record or something. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, but I just, I got bored of this very quickly. Yeah. It's very dark. It's very slow. Oh, As I was I saying to you, I saw I was having my Sunday dinner. And uh, the the little lad got his his arm stuck in that in the uh, the machine, and then they brought out that massive cleaver, and I was like, oh yeah, right, okay. Trouble mill. Yeah. Trouble but I would I I would say that this suffered because it was trying to be far too historically accurate, and I think it's the entertainment aspect of it suffered as a result. That's Did what I would say. Like the breaks were in the wrong places. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I definitely thought that. Like, the first one was about five minutes in, and I was like, really, already? And, and, I t- and why was it there? It was really odd. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think, though, I mean, the, the performance in it were very strong. Uh, Kerry Hayes I, I quite liked, and uh, even though he was playing the really horrible person, uh, Craig Parkinson, who oh, was actually Craig. playing a very Friend similar character... Do you not think it's the one he played in Endeavour? Because wasn't he like a factory? <laughs> he was, true. yeah. He might have done them side by side. We don't a factory know. boss in that as he's well. Getting Maybe typecast. Typecast himself. Got an evil factory boss. Evil factory boss. Luke, shall I whip through the previews in double quick time? Uh, whip through them, yes. Get your whip out. Do it. Okay, then. Uh, first off, uh, the tenth series of New Tricks starts tomorrow night at 9pm, as Luca mentioned earlier. On Wednesday at 8, the new series of Celebrity MasterChef, Janet Street Porter, Aid Edmondson, and a lot of other people that uh, you may have Katie heard of. Brand is there. Katie well. Brand there. Same night, Channel 4, the return of the last leg uh, after the Paralympic uh, anniversary games this weekend. It's good to see what that. What a load of back. milk in that was. That annoyed yeah, me. Indeed. Well, we don't I'm need sure to milk thought. that. Indeed. Well, I uh, thought they, they, they showed the uh, opening ceremony, didn't they, the other night? In- they did, but unfortunately it did have Trevor Nelson on it. All so over again. And and yeah. including, you know, I, I get all the sort of, you know, the bits with like Bond and Mr Bean and all that. But did everyone really need to watch all the countries walk round again? Really? Oh, you're joking. They left that uh, in. They, they left that in, yeah. That's unbelievable. On Thursday night on Channel 4, a new series called The Dealership, following a car dealership in Essex. Expect lots of well gel comments about my Ford Capri. Uh, do you like the accent there? Yeah, good. Um, on Thursday at 9 o'clock, Shop Life starts on BBC3. I have no idea what this is. Someone uh, I know Luke's seen it. It's about a. Is it in Newcastle, the shop centre? Newcastle, Ma- yes. Newcastle it's about Metro- people who work at a shop, the young people who work at a shopping centre. Aye, aye. And their, their hectic lives and their hectic love lives. Hence the words shop and life. life. I get it. Now. Exactly. Yes. 
Uh, that music show starts on Friday night at 10pm. Again, I know nothing about this one. So yeah, this one is a, uh, a panel Two show. I, I suppose it, it seems to me a bit, never mind the buzz cuts, but it's got sort of a live music element to it. I think Primal Scream are in the first and episode. Two words That's fine. This. And, it's, uh, and Nick Grimshaw is so Nick Gr- Oh, boy. Um, Saturday, words. BBC One's new attempt to bring a bit of uh, culture and a bit of en- light entertainment back. I love my country. Oh, this is the worst TV. thing I've ever seen. And this is well, this is this made me made me uh, exclaim aloud. Maybe Splash wasn't that bad. It also yeah. made me hate my country. Yeah. <laughs> and oddly, I learned it's got Mickey Flanagan. It's it's just like there's big maps. There's people singing along it's with the bizarre. people. It's, there's there's um head Does it have does it have John Does it have John Barrowman? No, in not yet, was, but we've not only yet. seen the I'm first expecting one. him to turn up. Excluded because he's not, you know, English. No, that's fair enough. Uh, but honestly, Gary, country. honestly, says... you have to see this to experience no, it. God, Matt it's... and I, I... will be on holiday sort of... on this show. Okay. It's bizarre. But can I also say an interesting fact that I learnt uh, through another podcast, TV Safari, <gasps> you should listen to them as well. Um, they actually knew that this I Love My Country, despite being on at the end of July, was actually filmed at Christmas. So it's mm. even more and bizarre. All, and as I mentioned to Luke before, all of the guests on it seem to have just been plucked to whoever was in the BBC canteen at the time. Yeah. I mean, there's like people from EastEnders, Casualty, Call the Midwife, uh, James yeah. Martin, Susanna Reid. It is... Summer filler. This is the definition of the summer filler. Mm. Not a summer filler is Southcliffe on Sunday night at 9pm. Uh, fair to say that this is going to blow a few people's minds? No, I don't know about no. that. I don't know. No. Luke, I haven't seen it yet. Um, this is it's obviously... Go on, Luke, you talk about it. It's bleak. That's all you need to know about Southcliffe. It's bleak. It does that thing I hate where it jumps, jumps along in time, but it's not very clear when it does it, so you, you are sometimes confused. It's it's well shot. It looks stunning, but it's actually. I think by your description of it, I think Gary's going to enjoy it. And if you he didn't will. like, Gary's going to watch it. Will. So yeah. Gary's going to watch Sounds it. Well, that's a start. We're <laughs> under a minute. Uh, I think if uh, you want to get in touch with us uh, during the week, you can at Luke Custer TV on Twitter for me, at the Gary Show for Gary, and at Matt's TV Bites for Matt. Gary, have a lovely holiday next week. Thank you very much. The noodles haven't gone down too well. I'm suffering a little bit of heartburn. Oh. Oh, so. not the well, maybe heart, you shouldn't though. have been talking and eating at the same time. Oh, yeah. I know. Cooking yeah. and doing a podcast. You're for your art. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen well, quite soon. You did. <laughs> you did. Oh. Just to clarify, Matt said art. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for your art. Right. Just uh, to clarify. Right. Uh, you can download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. It won't kill you, but it'll help us. Uh, like us on Z-box. Facebook. Find us on Zbox. And, you know, we're pretty much accessible. You could you can almost talk to us 24 hours a day. Basically, we are, what we we on Pinterest yet? Not yet, but I haven't got a chest big enough. I, I'm thinking about opening a Bebo account. What do you reckon? You do that while you're away. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, let you know how it goes. Podcast. Bye! See ya. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.